888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 316, I'm going to be talking about how to make more money from your blog in 2018. Yes, we're talking all about blog monetization. Why? Because if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you're probably building your blog as a business or at least thinking about ways to generate revenue from your blogging efforts. Now, when it comes to your blog and business, the more money you make, the more you're able to provide value, the more you're able to help to get the help that you need and the more of an impact you're able to have. And of course, if your goal is to be able to do this blogging thing full time, then you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do to make that a reality. So my goal for this episode is to give you some practical, actionable steps that you can take to make more money from your blog in 2018. So blog monetization, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Man, I am so pumped right now. I feel like it. You know, I feel like it's been a while since we've had one of these conversations, you know, where we're just talking all about some real actionable stuff that you can do to grow your blog. And, you know, while, you know, I've been away for a few weeks, uh, I decided it was about maybe three and a half weeks ago. It was a it was a a, a, a Friday night. <laughs> I was I was talking to my wife and and we realized that hey, if I didn't go back to St. Martin, like really soon, it would be a while before I'm able to do it again. So literally, we decided on Friday. I booked the tickets on Saturday, and I left on Monday. <laughs> and I took two weeks off. I didn't plan it. Uh, so that's why, you know, many of you probably you probably didn't know that I was even gone. You're probably wondering what in the world happened. I didn't hear a podcast episode for a week or two or something of that sort. And, and maybe you're even thinking, oh, I didn't even notice you were gone, Leslie. If that's what you're thinking, you're making me cry right now. <laughs> it's a rough life for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, man, I've, I feel like it's been a while. Even before that, I was doing a few interviews. So we're going to just chat today. You and I, we're going to talk all about blogging, specifically monetization, because 2018 is right around the, con the corner. And if you are trying to, you know, take this blogging thing to the next level, then, you know, there's some things that you can do. And I want to I want to talk to you about some of that. All right. So let's get into it. Now, there's a concept that I was introduced to when I started blogging back in uh, 2018 that's always stuck with me. And it's called the 80-20 principle, aka the Pareto principle. And it's a very simple principle that I love because if you really understand it, it can really help you be more effective with any, just about anything. You want to be more effective with your blogging? 80-20 principle. You want to be more effective with your family? 80-20 principle. You want to be more effective with your personal goals? Pareto principle. Same thing, right? 80-20 Pareto principle. And and here's what it here's what it says. Now, this is my 
a revised version, my, my Leslie definition of the 80-20 principle. It simply says 80% of your productivity comes from about 20% of your effort. 80% of your output comes from about 20% of your input. And this is something that I've noticed in many aspects of my life. Now, when it comes to blogging, what this generally says is that 80% of my results come from 20% of what I actually do. All right? 80% of your results come from about 20% of what you actually do. Now, I don't want you to think to yourself, okay, so it has to be exactly 80% and it has to be exactly 20%. No, 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 no. That's not what I want you to think. I want you to understand there are, that there are really a few things in your blogging business that really give you the biggest return on your investment. And if you can decide, if you can determine what those 20% of things are, and if you can focus on those things, you will have a much bigger impact. Your blog will reach more people. Your blog will make more money. Now, as we are going into 2018, I want you to think about what the 20% is for you. And I'm going to be sharing some of these things with you in this podcast episode. And my, my, my hope is that you can realize it. Well, actually, before I even say what my hope is, I think one of the things that happens a lot with us as bloggers is that we see all of the things that can be done. You know, all of the new announcements that the social media sites are making and all of these different tools that you can use for your blogging and, and, and it gets overwhelming because there's so much to do. But I want to propose to you that when it comes to blogging, if you can narrow down the things that you do so that you're focusing on just a few important things, you're going to have much more of an impact. So my hope for you today is by listening to this episode, not that you're going to take action on everything I talk about in this episode, but there's something that is going to really strike you as, man, this is something that I believe could have a huge impact, and I'm going to double down on this one thing or these two things or these few things so that I can do more in 2018. All right. Does that make sense? All right. Let's get into it. The first thing I want you to do, and this is this is kind of general. I want regardless of what your action plan will be at the end. I want us to I want you to do this now. The first thing is to do a content analysis, because here's what we know. The content that you create, the content that you create whether it's on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis or um, whatever the case might be, that is the fuel for your blog. If there's one thing you need to focus on, it's the content that you create. This is why people come to your blog. This is what, what people are going to be sharing. This is what's going to sell people on you as a person and the products and services that you have to offer. All right? But here's the thing. Not all content is created equally. I'm going to say that again. Not all content is created equally. Some of the content you're going to create or some of the content you have created does well and others doesn't. Now, if you look back, if you've been blogging for a year or a few months or even a few years, you will be able to determine what actually worked. 
Now, the question is, how do you determine what actually worked or what will work? Let's say you're just a, 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 a newbie blogger. You're just getting into this blogging stuff. You just stumbled onto this podcast and you don't really have you know, content that you've created. You're starting to create that content. I wanna, I'm going to talk to you a little later. All right. But for those of you that have been blogging for a little while, whether it's a few months, a few years or whatever the case might be, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, number one, go into Google Analytics. And I want you to go into Google Analytics to see which content performed well. I don't want you to guess about this. I don't want you to say, you know what? I think when I write about, you know, video or when I write about, you know, parenting uh, your teens, I, then it does well. No, no, no. I don't want you to do that. I want you to go in Google Analytics. And this is where you're going to go. You're going to go to the behavior section and then go to site content to see all pages. Okay, And when you go there, this is what I want you to do. I want you to set the time range for 2017 from January 1 to whatever day it is you're looking at right now. Okay, And I want you to see which posts went, did very well. Okay, So when I go into Google Analytics, this is what I see. So the number one page on my blog is the main page, becomeablogger.com. And then the number two page is five secrets to creating a better vlog with your smartphone. All right. That's the that's the, the, the most popular blog post on my blog right now. And then I go down a little bit and I see how to create and sell an ebook. Then I see OBS tutorials. Then I see my Snapchat tutorials. And then I see how to start a blog. So I'm going through this first page and you know it automatically ranks it by the ones that got the most page views. And I'm seeing things like creating a vlog. I'm seeing things like creating an ebook of uh, OBS tutorials, which has all to do with live video, Snapchat, uh, starting your blog. I'm seeing some topics that are doing very well. And I say they're doing very well, not because I'm guessing that they're doing very well. I'm saying it because the data is showing me this. The next thing I see is, oh, a post that I made, a goodbye letter to social media. And that's something that a lot of people resonated with. This is, this is a post that I wrote maybe three years ago. And I saw that between, let's see, if I click on this right now, this is real. You're getting this in real time as I'm doing this. And this is exactly what I want you to do. I'm seeing that all of a sudden in May of this year, something happened where, you know, on May, uh, the, the beginning of May, I had no traffic. And then all of a sudden I started getting traffic consistently in May from this blog, blog post, and that continued all the way to the end of the year. So somehow, this is an old topic that just started resonating with people on my blog. All right, so this is what I want you to do. I want you to go through and see what is actually working. Stop the guessing. Look at the data. That's the first place I want you to go, all right? We're setting the foundation for the, the, the stuff that you're actually going to do to make more money in 2018. So follow me. Number one. Google Analytics. Number two, go to the Google Search Console. Now, if you don't have the Google Search Console set up, um, it used to be called Google Webmaster Tools. If you don't have it set up, you won't be able to do this. But I would highly recommend for you to set it up because it's going to give you some great information for the future. But let's say you have Google Search Console 
uh, set up already. What you want to do now is to use the Google Search Console to see what search queries resulted in the most traffic to your blog. So you're going to go into the Google Search Console. You're going to go to Search Traffic and look at the search analytics. And you want to make sure all of the fields are selected. So you can see clicks. You can see um, impressions, the click-through ratio and position, all that kind of stuff. If this sounds foreign to you, don't worry. Just check everything so that you can see as many detail, as much detail as possible. And what this is going to tell you is what people are searching for in great detail to get to your blog. Okay? So I'm in my search console right now. And I'm, I'm going to share with you some of the things I see here. Become a blogger. Makes perfect sense. That's the name of my blog. How to vlog with iPhone. Snapchat tutorials. OBS Studio Tutorials, How to Become a Blogger, Leslie Samuel, Vlogging with iPhone, How to Use OBS Studio, How to Make a Vlog with iPhone, Snapchat Tutorial 2017, How to Vlog with Your Phone. <laughs> I don't know if you notice any trends here. <laughs> uh, blog Editorial Calendar, Taking a Break from Social Media Quotes, How to Be a Vlogger. <laughs> now, okay. So what is very obvious to me right now by just looking at the data and nothing else is that the people that are coming to my blog are looking for more and more content on video, live video, Snapchat, um, uh, 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 OBS tutorials, uh, doing video with your smartphone, those types of topic, topics, taking a break from social media, this is what people are looking for. And this is what people are finding on my blog. And this is not me guessing. This is me looking at data because, hey, remember what I said at the beginning? 80-20 principle. If I can focus my efforts on the 20% of things that are actually working, I'm going to get much more product productivity um, from what I'm actually doing. Once again, we're setting the foundation here for how to make more money from your blog in 2018. So I looked in Google Analytics. I looked in Google Search Console. Now, there are some other things that you can do. I'll, I'll just mention a few of them. Uh, there's a, a website out there called BuzzSumo, B-U-Z-Z-S-U-M-O. Of course, I'm going to link to everything in the show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 316. But BuzzSumo is a great tool for checking to see which of your content has been shared the most on social media. Now, here's the thing. BuzzSumo is an expensive tool, and I am not recommending for you to go out there and, <laughs> and pay for BuzzSumo. But what I'm saying is this. There are some things that you can actually get from there for free. If you just search for your Google, I mean, for your uh, domain name, what you're going to see is the top five posts that were shared on social media. This is 100% free. All right. So this is going to give you an idea of which of your content did well on social media. Now, when I look on, on, on mine, I see uh, family over business, why I'm taking a break. This had to do with when I took a break from my business for three months this year. Um, and the next one was when I came back, that was shared a whole lot. And then I see how to make money with uh, sponsored content, how to grow a blog to a millions of page views, how to repurpose your content to drive traffic. It's telling me what is being shared. 
and it's doing it based on the data. Once again, I have more data points about what is working on my blog. Now, as I mentioned with BuzzSumo, if you're, if you're uh, using the free version, you can only see your top five. Um, they, they do have a 14-day free trial. So if you're interested in checking that out so that you can see all of your content and how they are performing, you can do that. I'm not encouraging you necessarily to do that. But it's just another way to get more information. Now, some other things that you can do, if you already have an audience, conduct a survey and see what is your audience looking for? What are they struggling with? This can give you more ideas about things that you can focus on. You can even, let, let's say uh, you don't have an audience. Okay, let's, let me speak to th those of you that are in that position right now. Maybe you just started your blog or you're thinking about starting your blog and you don't really have an audience uh, to survey. Well, you can do some external analysis. Here's what I want you to do. Visit other blogs in your niche and see what content is working for them. Look them up on BuzzSumo <laughs> and see what's getting the most shared. Look at their blogs and see what are people commenting on the most. What are the popular posts? That is going to give you an idea of what your audience is looking for. And, and, and even if you don't do that, why not go to Facebook groups in your niche and see what people are asking? These are all ways of finding out what your audience is looking for, not based on guessing, but based on data. All right. So we took up like 15 minutes just talking about that because I think it's that important. If you want to make more money with your blog in 2018, it is going to be important for you to focus on what's actually working on what people are actually looking for. Now, Let's talk about taking action on that. Now that you know what's working, you know what content is performing well for your audience, it's time to actually do something about it. One of the first things you can do, and this one is, it, it's, it's actually, it's kind of obvious, right? Optimize your top performing content. If you already have content that's doing well, optimize it. You know, I mentioned that the top blog post on my blog uh, was about creating videos on your smartphone. And one day when I realized it was that popular, I decided to take a look at that post. And I noticed that it was missing some elements. It, it, it wasn't really doing anything after just, you know, them consuming the content. It wasn't pointing them anywhere. So I decided to revise it and expand it. And I'm going to actually be creating an entire resource center around creating videos for your smartphone. But here's what I want, here's some of the things that I want you to think about. Are there ways that you can provide even more value? Like, can you add more into that post, or revise it in a way that it provides even more value so that it performs even better? If so, do just that. Revise it expand it if you need to. All right? So that's one. Revise and expand it. Number two, include a call to action. Like, is there a next logical step for the reader, the reader to take? If not, give them one. Maybe you have a, a, a free resource that you can give to them in exchange for them signing up to your email list. Include that in the post and highlight that in the post so that you can start growing that list because we know that the bigger your list, the more you're able to do, the more 
people you're able to nurture that relationships with, relationship with, the more they're going to get to know, like, and trust you if you do the right things, and the more they're going to be willing to buy from you. So include a call to action. What about promoting an affiliate product? When I noticed that that post was doing so well, I also noticed that I spoke. It, it, it mentioned a number of um, uh, 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 equipment, a uh, number of pieces of equipment, you know, camera, um, I mean, microphones that you can attach to your smartphone, tripods that you can use, and so on. And none of them were affiliate links. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually went in and I replaced those links with Amazon affiliate links. And all of a sudden, I started making money from Amazon from that specific post where I was making absolutely nothing before. So what about promoting an affiliate product? And number four, what about promoting your own product or service? What if I had a course about vlogging? Wouldn't it make perfect sense to include that in that post? <laughs> what if I had a service um, that is related to the content? Why not promote it? Why not let people know about it? So you want to optimize your top performing content by revising and expanding it, including or including a call to action, or promoting an affiliate product, or promoting your own product as, or service. That way, because it's doing so well already, you're going to get more out of that particular post. Make sense? Of course it does. So optimize your top performing content. And in addition to that, not only can you optimize it, you know this is stuff that they're looking for. So this is a no-brainer. Create more of that kind of content. <laughs> it's doing well. Give them more. They're telling you, this is what we want. Give them more of it. Now, what this is going to do, because it's proven, it's going to get more people to your blog. It's going to give you more opportunities to promote what you offer. Makes sense, right? I think so. So, the first general thing that you want to do is take action on the content. You know what's working. You can optimize your top performing content. And number two, you can create more of that kind of content. All right, let's move on to the next thing that we can do to make more money with our blogs in 2018. Do a better job at selling. <laughs> So we, we've spoken about the content, right? Um, the content is going to drive everything. The content is really the core of what you do as a blogger. But if you want to make more money, start doing a better job at selling. Now, here are some ways to do this. Number one, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. Double down on what has worked in the past. I want to give you an example. One of the things that I've done for promoting my coaching club is um, that's my Become a Blogger coaching club where I teach people how to start and grow blogging businesses um, is webinars. I've done webinars in the past, and whenever I do a webinar, I get a huge influx of new members. Now, here's the thing. When we do something and it works, it is so easy to just kind of move on and try something else. Okay, so that worked. Let me see if I can find something else that works. You know, and I said, come. 
listen, avoid that urge. Not that you should never try anything else. Yeah, you could try other things. But hey, if something worked, double down on that. This is something that I'm guilty of. I know webinars work. And, you know, this was a crazy year and I planned on doing a bunch of webinars. But you know what? I just didn't. So in 2018, I want you to take a, 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 a wild guess as the one thing I'm going to be focusing on. <laughs> webinars, of course, right? Because it worked in the past. If it worked in the past and it performs well, do more. I want to start doing webinars on a regular basis because of how well they work for what I am trying to do. If you've done something in the past and it actually worked, double down on it. The next one makes perfect sense. Do less of what hasn't worked in the past. Remember the 80-20 principle? Focus on that 20%. If there's something that you worked your behind off on and it just wasn't working as much as some of this other stuff that came so easily, stop doing it. Do less of it. Focus that time and that energy on what you know actually works. All right, so double down on what has worked. Do less of what hasn't worked in the past. Number three, optimize your sales page. But first of all, do you have a sales page at all? Like if you have a product or a service, do you have like an actual sales page or are you promoting that content, I mean that product with a blog post? If you don't have a sales page, create one. Here's why. A sales page is very effective in that it has one focus. There are, no, there are no links to check out all kinds of other content and so on. It's just content that's focused on letting your audience know about the value you provide through that product or that service. So create a sales page if you don't have one. Now, if you do have one, ask yourself the question, is it converting? Is it doing what it's supposed to do? Are people signing up? Are they opening their wallets, taking out their cards and hitting that buy button? If not, revise it. Work on that sales page. Make it even better. And if it's working well, well, revise it still. <laughs> Make it even better. Test and tweak. Do some split testing and all that good stuff to try to see if you can increase the conversion on that, web, on, on that sales page. Now, there's a great framework for doing this that I ascribe to, and it's the Pastor Framework. Uh, it's by my friend Ray Edwards, and it's it's not what it sounds like, even though it's kind of what it sounds like. It's an acronym, Pastor, P-A-S-T-O-R. It's a sequence you go through in your sales content that increases the chances that people are actually going to buy your stuff. Now, I'm going to link to a, a post on Ray Edwards' blog about the pastor framework. But just to give you a, a, a brief you know, introduction to what it is, first you start with the P, the pain, the problem. What is the problem that you are helping them solve? Then you amplify that. In other words, what would happen if the person that is reading that sales page were to not take action. What can that lead to? How can you amplify what that would lead to so that they can see, hey, there's a cost to not taking action? Then S, the solution. We have the problem. We've amplified it. Now we offer them the solution, which is your product. T stands for your testimonials. 
O, you make your offer, and R, you wait for that response. All right, now I'm going to link to a post on this topic. If you, if you have a sales page, I highly recommend for you to check out this um, post, and it'll be linked to from the show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 316. Optimize your sales page. Do that, and you will make more money. And that's always a good thing. All right, next thing you can do. So that was number three. Number one was double down on what worked in the past. Number two, do less of what hasn't worked. Number three, optimize your sales page. And number four, this is one that makes a lot of my clients nervous. <laughs> but every time I, we do it, they make more money. Raise your prices. Whoa, whoa, did that freak you out? I mean, did you get kind of nervous? Are you kind of tingly on the inside in not a good way? Um, <laughs> hey, my clients get nervous when I recommend this to them. And actually, I get nervous sometimes when I think about this. I was just on a call uh, yesterday with a good friend of mine, Cliff Ravenscraft, and he was talking to me about uh, about something that I'm planning on doing in the future, and he was just pushing me on raising my prices. And in the beginning, I felt a little nervous, but you know what? Raising your prices can be a great way to make more money. And I'm not just saying raise your prices just for raising your prices sake. No, raise your prices and provide value. All right. Now, when my clients get nervous about raising your prices, do you know what makes them feel better? <laughs> Seeing the more money that comes in. <laughs> that makes them feel so much better. Raising your prices is a great way to increase your revenue. So why not test it out? Experiment with it. If you're charging $50, try charging $67 and see what happens. How does it work for you? All right. Raise your prices. Next one. Next one. Number five, create funnels. You know what? If you have a product or a service to sell, that's great. It can be a great thing. You know what's even better? Actually selling it. <laughs> and you know what's even better than that? Selling it on autopilot. <laughs> Here's what I want you to do. Create a lead magnet, a free gift, an incentive that solves a very specific problem. And then once they sign up for that lead magnet, I want you to create an autoresponder sequence that provides even more value, that helps them solve that problem even better, but it also leads to the sale. So it also leads to letting them know about your product or service, and it does it in an automated way. You know what's always insulting to me? Not insulting to me, but it makes me feel like I'm just not doing my job. And this has happened a number of times over my um, <laughs> decade of blogging. Um, almost a decade, I guess. When someone sends me an email describing something that they're looking for, man, I wish I had a, a course that I could take to start, like a complete course of starting and growing a blog where I could get access to someone that's going to help me. And, and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, that's exactly what I have. But then I have to think about the fact that I didn't even let them know about it. <laughs> this is never a good thing. If you have something of value, let them know about it. And by creating a funnel, you can do just that. Now, I'm going to be exploring this concept even more as we go into 2018. So stay tuned for some more awesome content on building out your funnels. Okay, so that was tip number, what was that, five? One, two, three, four, five for doing a better job at selling. Now let's go to the last tip on doing a better job at selling. Now, 
what the most successful affiliate campaign, affiliate promotion that I've ever done on my blog, on Become a Blogger, is for GetResponse. Now, the question is, why did it do so? Why did it do so well? Did it do so well because it's just a great product? Well, it is a great product, but quite frankly, there are many other great products that I promote. But this one did way better than anything else I've done to date. And do you know why that is? Because I created a resource center for GetResponse. Now, I want to explain to you what a resource center is. If you go to becomeablogger.com slash GetResponse slash, I mean, dash resources, of course, I'll link to that in the show notes. But if you go there, what you're going to see is that I have a number of tutorials, all kinds of training on how to use GetResponse and, and why, you, why you should consider using it and comparisons between GetResponse and other email marketing services. I show them how to, how to create autoresponders, how to preview their messages, how to transfer from Aweber to GetResponse, how to create serve, all kinds of resources that are very helpful. This is the best way I've found to sell without being pushy. I hate pushy selling. I I it's it it turns me off. Pushy selling is just not me. But you know what's me? Providing value, educating, equipping, providing resources to help people solve problems and do what they are trying to accomplish. Instead of just writing a blog post about this amazing product that you have or that you want to promote as an affiliate or anything of that sort, why not go deeper? Why not create an entire resource center to promote that particular product? If you're a blogger that blogs about, you know, cooking or whatever the case might be, and there is this amazing course or an amazing service that's going to help them to do an awesome job in the kitchen, instead of just doing a, a, a simple review, why not create a resource center? Check out the one that I created and see, see what you think about how you can do that in your space. It is such a great way to provide value. And it will lead to more sales. All right, so do a better job at the sales process. How do you do that? Number one, double down on what worked in the past. Number two, do less of what hasn't worked in the past. Number three, optimize your sales page. Number four, raise your prices. Number five, create funnels. And number six, create resource centers. Now, okay, let's be real. Let's say you are creating the most awesome content, exactly what your audience is looking for, uh, and you have all of these things, the sales processes all refined, and uh, you have resource centers, you have whatever you choose to focus on for making money with your blog, but nobody comes to your blog. <laughs> How much money are you going to make? All right, I'll give you one guess. Zero dollars and zero cents because you got, you got to get the right people to your blog. And while, you know, we can go on for days and I could do like a series of podcast episodes on how to how to get people to your blog. What I want to do is just give you a few basic ideas that you can implement um, because it's all about taking action. Right. I want you to I want you to know, hey, this 
I'm going to do this, A, B, C, step one, step two, step three. So I'll give you a few tips. Number one, connect with the right people. Now, here's the thing. One of the things that I've seen is that one of the best ways to get traffic to your blog is to get it from people that already have that audience, that perfect audience that you are trying to get to. If someone already has that audience and you can get to that audience, <laughs> you are going to be accelerating your level of success. And this is why it's so important to connect with other people in your niche, in your industry. So, so connect with those people. Reach out to them. Try to provide them with value. Try to nurture relationships with them. Some of the best, one of the best ways to do that, I found, is actually getting from behind my, my, my desk in my basement and going to events, going to conferences, and meeting those people in person. There's something magical that happens in person, and I think too many of us bloggers undervalue that specific thing. So attend those events, attend conferences, attend meetups where those people will be and nurture relationships with them. Now, I'm not talking about being fake. I'm talking about authentic relationships. When I go to these events, I don't generally go up to people and be like, hey, I want you to do business with me. That's not, that's not me. What is me is going there and just being friendly and, and just being authentic and just actually caring about people and having fun, quite frankly. And by doing that, the relationships that come from that, you know, without, with, if I never did that, I would still be working at my job today. I can guarantee that. But because I was willing to step outside from behind the blog and go and meet people in person, so many valuable relationships have come from that. And that has resulted in so much more exposure than I ever would have had. So actually connect with the right people. Another thing that you can do, and this is something that we've been hearing a lot about in 2017 and even 2016, go live. I know, I know, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. And you know why they're talking about it? Because it actually works if you do it right and if you do it consistently. The social networks are favoring a live video. Take advantage of that. And I think as we go into 2018, there are going to be some really interesting things that are going to happen as a result of all of the changes that are happening in the industry right now. So go live. Do it more. Do it consistently. And that can help you to grow an audience over time. That's the second tip for getting in front of the right people, getting people Getting more eyes on your content. I'm going to give you one more tip. And it's going to sound simple. Join the conversation. Join the conversation that's already happening. There are conversations happening every single day in your industry. People are talking. People are interested in different things. Look for those trending topics and then cover them from a unique perspective. The more you can be a part of that conversation, the conversation that is happening already, the more you can talk about hot things that are happening in your industry the because people are searching for those things right now. 
And the more you can provide that kind of information, the more likely you're going to be to be found. The more likely you're going to be to be found. <laughs> what kind of a... I, man, if the grammar police are listening to this right now, they're like, all right, Leslie, you're going to jail. <laughs> oh, man. But really, though, in speaking to a number of people that have built massive audiences, one of the things that I've been hearing over and over and over is that they focus on the conversations that are happening right now. What is trending? What's in the news? What are some big things that are happening? We need to cover it. You be that person. You be that resource and do that consistently. Show up over and over. And the more people, and the more you do that, the more people will actually come to see you as someone who is relevant in your niche. All right, let's bring this all together. That's it. Number one, focus on the content. What content is working? Do that content analysis. And you don't have to do everything that I mentioned. I know I mentioned a lot of things, but I want you to think about, hey, what few things can I take action on? Do that content analysis. Number two, do a better job at selling. And number three, get more eyes to your content. The key thing is this. I want you to take action. The good news is that you don't have to do it all at once. In fact, you don't even have to do it all ever. <laughs> but if, there's, if there are one or two things that you heard today that you think, man, this could make a difference for my audience. This could make a difference for my sales. This could make a difference in my business. I want you to take action on it. So, now, so here's what I'm going to do right now. I have a question for you, and I want you to take action. Listen, if, if, if this is the kind of pot, if, if my podcast is one that you just listen to on the way to work and then, oh, that was great. Uh, thank you, Leslie, for that inspiration or those great tips. And then you move on to the next podcast episode. I want you to stop right now. Not, not, I mean, if you're driving, don't, don't literally stop. <laughs> but I want you to come over to this episode, 316. Becomeablogger.com slash 316 and answer this question. What will you be taking action on to help you make more money in 2018? I covered a lot. I covered a lot. I did. And of all the things that I covered, what are you going to focus on? What are you going to do a better job with? Let me know. Becomeablogger.com slash 316. I hope you got some value from this episode. Now, I, I know you got some value. Don't, don't front. You got value. <laughs> Oh, man. And, of course, anything I mentioned will be in the show notes. Becomeablogger.com slash 316. If you missed anything, it'll all be there. Don't worry if you're driving. You don't take notes while driving. It's like drinking and driving. Don't do that. Anybody got time for that? <laughs> Becomeablogger.com slash 316. Hey, it's about to be 2018. And you know what I'm launching? Oh, wait. Have I launched it yet? It will be launching really soon. <laughs> I think probably by the time this goes live, it will be there. But whether it's not, it's there or not, I want you to still do this. Go to bloggingspreadsheet.com because what, I do, what I've done is I've created a blog content calendar spreadsheet. 
and I want you to get access to it. 100% free. It'll help you plan out your content. And as we were talking about content, why not plan out your content for 2018? Become a blogger.com slash, I mean, blogger spread, blogging spreadsheet.com. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, check out my coaching club, bloggercoaching.com, if you want me to guide you as you grow your blogging business. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. Until next time, take care and God bless. Three, five, two, four.